0: Before we start, Strange Circle is a narrative podcast best listened to in sequential order. So if this is your first time, why not go back to episode one? Enjoy the show. I'm in the basement car park where we record the show. I'm here to meet with a man who claims to have information about Hilly Sanderson uh, and he's desperate for me to know it he's asked to meet down here I am not sure why he's so paranoid (coughs) I think this may be him
1: Mr. Dunning?
0: That's right. Very pleased to meet you.
1: My name is Gerard King.
0: You're a reverend, right?
1: Well, not really. Not anymore. The church and I have parted ways of late.
0: I am sorry to hear that.
1: It has all been for the best.
0: So, Hilly Sanderson?
1: Yes. As I told you, she visited me at my church just before Christmas. She kissed me and left. I knew at once she was possessed
0: she told me as much on the show a few months later
1: it is amazing the way she throws around the word possessed as if everyone experiences it
0: well she is a medium
1: that remains to be seen
0: what do you mean that she's a fake
1: not in the way that you think I've been doing a lot of research since I decided to leave the church. A friend pointed me in the direction of a book called Quad Diaboli Iannua. It means The Devil's Door. It was written in the 1700s by a Vatican priest called simply Nuncio. It's a short treatise on possession, and how the possessing demon can take over and escape into the real world.
0: Okay, why do you think this is significant
1: to Hilly? There is a verse from the book I would like to read to you. Okay, go ahead. forward then, begin the rite to free the beast, the held to steal a kiss from one chaste priest, and then to offer sacrifice, the lifeblood of a lamb to drink, for at the end a newborn's tears will free the held and open wide the doors to paradise. Do you see it now? You're the chaste priest? Yes. And the
0: farmer who saw Hilly, he said he found one of his lambs dead, with a bite mark in its neck, after seeing Hilly on his farm? Yes. So, what does it mean? least trying to open up a door?
1: More likely, it is the entity inside her. The one she calls Ginger.
0: No, it's a demon called Job who possesses her.
1: I strongly suspect they are one and the same.
0: How? She's known Ginger since she was a little girl. I've read all about it.
1: Have you heard of integration?
0: In terms of possession?
1: No. It is possible for the possessing demon to completely subsume the personality of their host and control the bodies as if they were their own. On your own show, Hilly described this happening to her. Another possibility is that the possessed person agrees to a mutually beneficial relationship with the demon. She is also admitted to agreeing to the demon's demands and carrying them out.
0: But what about Ginger? According to Hilly, when Job is present, Ginger disappears.
1: And it is my belief that Ginger is just another persona of the demon who calls itself Job. It took the form of a beautiful young woman to lure a sensitive girl into a relationship. Hilly's ability to see and speak to the dead grew as she got older, and I think this was the demon manipulating her mind.
0: ginger and job are the same person
1: ginger and job are the same demon and it's a demon who wants to break through into the real world
2: My cousin Sarah knows this woman called Tina who played this game thing online. Some guy had told her about it on Snapchat. It was called the Devil Box or something shit like that. Anyway, there were these symbols on the box which you could change. Spooky shit like pentacles and eyeballs and shit. And when the symbols are right you press the mouth to make it speak. Anyway, this girl Tina swears that she heard her old mum's voice come out of the thing and she's been dead two years. She said, don't be playing with things you don't understand. Anyway, Tina apparently didn't listen to her mum cause she vanished. She left a really strange note as well, it said I heart stars. Crazy right? Sarah says Tina is still gone to this day. I tried to find it online but I kept getting an error or something. Maybe it's a .org or a .com or code.
1: The song plays on and on. It accompanies me as I sit here in this filthy police cell. It is loud, too loud. It's never been this loud. The song threatens to overwhelm me and I take a deep breath. I must wait. I have always been so good with waiting. Patience is a virtue. And what am I waiting for here in the middle of the night? In the middle of a police station? I am not sure. But I think something happened. Something happened as I was being questioned, as I was humming the song. I think I passed it on. Very quietly, I can hear another melody beneath the one blaring through my mind. It is a harmony to the first, although it's very quiet. For the past hour, it has been steadily getting louder. Something is coming, perhaps. I hum and I wait, I wait and I hum, the harmony is a lot clearer now. It fills me with a sense of hope. I was never one to panic, but my entire world has just crumpled in on itself. I wonder why I'm not beating at the locked door to vent some primordial panic at being incarcerated. There is nothing. Just a vague annoyance and the harmony. There is the hopeful harmony. long enough. The melody and harmony now play together in my head. I hear footsteps in the corridor outside the door. They get louder and stop. I see a shadow pass across the peephole. Someone has looked in on me. There is the jangle of keys and the door swings open. It is the detective who questioned me. DS James, was it? He stands there, looking at me, but not looking at me. It's as though he's listening to something. This is my melody. His eyes flicker and a tear is squeezed out. It is exquisite. I wonder at the power of the song. I wonder what kind of control I have over him. Come inside, I say. He stumbles forwards into the cell. I smile. You are going to walk me out of here. Raise your arms. I pat him down. I find a set of handcuffs with a key and a taser in his pockets. There is a set of car keys as well but I have a different mode of transport in mind. I fasten the cuffs loosely around my wrists, holding them out in front of me. I put the taser in one of his jacket's outside pockets, where I can get at it if I need to. Walk me out to where you have my canvas. If anyone asks, Your boss has ordered me transferred straight away. There is not much of any look on his face. Perhaps a trace of abject horror about the eyes. I walk ahead of him, and he follows like a trained puppy. If anyone sees us, it will look like he is leading a handcuffed prisoner. The short corridor lined with cells ends at a set of stairs. We both ascend. I fight the urge to constantly look back to check if he's still following. He is there. I must trust in the song. At the top is a room full of desks and computers. There are two other offices here sat working one of them looks up as we pass by but doesn't seem to see anything out of the ordinary ds james pushes me gently on the back motioning me to turn to the left there is a door marked conference room and we enter my heart soars ...as I see my canvas spread out over the large table in the centre of the room. I wiggle out of the handcuffs and shut the door behind us.
0: Hi there, this is Al Ashworth, creator of the Strange Circle podcast... I really hope you enjoyed this episode and invite you to visit the Strange Circle website for more facts, stories and clues. And if you enjoyed this episode, I would be very grateful if you could rate and review, especially on iTunes. If you're feeling generous, please sponsor me on Patreon. This podcast is a labour of love and any help you can give is gratefully received. You can find all the information at pod.com.
1: Dot, dot org. Thanks for listening.